0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest of the Transmission Line podcast from Samtech, where we talk about all things to do with connectors. We are your hosts. My name is Dave. I'm Matt. And as much as we focus on the technology when we're talking about connectors, it's always important for us to remember that the products that we create are used in the real world by real customers in real applications. And so today to talk about that, we're joined by Anthony, who provides that vital link with customers when it comes to talking about connectors and providing the right solutions. Anthony, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Let's just start with a, a basic question. what Can you give us an idea of the kind of role that you play uh, when it comes to talking to customers and the kind of things that they need? Sure. Yeah. So I'm an, I'm an FAE with
1: Samtech, a field applications engineer. I'm basically a, a technical liaison between our customers and our company, uh, and I support our sales team as well as our
2: apps engineering team
1: to provide solutions for our customers that fit their design needs.
2: So, Anthony, you know, as, as a field as a field applications engineer, we know you cover the Canadian market. You know, some people may say that the, the heart of technology is Silicon Valley, and I know you and I have talked about that from various aspects. There's there's a ton of tech north of the border from an American perspective. Regardless of global location, you know you you get a, you get a big picture view of technology trends. In your role. You know, what are some of the design trends? What are some of the key care abouts uh, that you're seeing uh, within within your customer base?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So as Matt mentioned, I'm up in uh, Canada and uh, I cover all of Canada as an FAE. And I do support some of the U.S. Uh, markets as well here and there, but uh, my main focus is up north and um, we have a, a very uh, varied uh, market up here uh, from you know a lot of industrial stuff and uh, machine vision. broadcast video is a big one and then we go up to telecom and um, automation and AI uh, is a, an emerging one. Uh, we do a lot of chip design, especially in the Toronto region. So you know' it's, it's quite interesting because we do get to see a lot of different uh, industries and technologies. Uh, as we support our customers in trying to find the right solutions for them. And, uh, yeah, the trends vary depending on, the, on the, um, the industry for sure. So, you know, for example, like the industrial guys, typically they're low level, but you see some of them starting to bump up in data rate and, and they're starting to, to hit gig E and, and even some in some cases well above that into PCIe like Gen 4, and then, you know, you go all the way up to the AI and telecom guys where they're absolutely bleeding edge, uh, running at 112 gig and looking beyond that uh, to 224. So it's it's quite interesting to see the varying uh, breadth of
2: technology. So, hey, Anthony, I know one of the things that we hear a lot about is AI. Maybe we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but, you know, one of the applications that AI seems to be focusing or, or, or having a, uh, a moment in, I guess, is a way of saying it, machine vision, embedded vision. A lot of the folks that you're dealing with, I think, are more on the imaging side, and then maybe applying AI to that on the back end. So maybe if you could expand upon that, uh, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of high tech trends kind of in machine vision. Maybe you could just expand upon that a bit more in that particular uh, solution, just because it's so cool and affects so many different things. You know, whether it's ADAS or, 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 or inspection on a line, or I'd just love to get your feedback from your unique perspective, covering some of the leaders in the space in Canada.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a few big companies in the machine vision space uh, in Canada and, and I've had the, uh, the pleasure to work with them pretty closely. And, um, you know, it, it, again, it, it varies so significantly. You've got the, the super high volume guys, which are, are typically um, um, lower cost solutions. And, um, you know, their cameras are usually very, very small. Uh, so when it comes to interconnect, we need to look at, really tiny solutions that can stack those boards together and, and provide the the data that they need um and they they're typically using interfaces like usb or uh, ethernet um so again low cost type interfaces uh, all the way up to the the high-end guys where you know they've got massive sensors in their cameras and uh in this case, the volumes can be very low, and that's that's all good. Uh, but at the same time, their complexity can be quite large, and the cameras can grow quite a bit, uh, and the data rates can be quite high too. So we, we're seeing a big trend, especially with those higher end guys with CoExpress uh, using CoExpress two uh, running at twelve and a half gig. Uh, so it's you know it's a big bump, uh, and um, PCIe is also picking up the slack and uh, running at faster data rates as well. So we're seeing more optical needs at, uh, with PCIe. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting trends going on that way.
0: We've talked, Matt and I have talked in the past about, about questions along the lines of how small is too small. You know, connectors are getting smaller, people are trying to do more clever things with them. Are you seeing people still looking for smaller and smaller interfaces or do you think that, that it's kind of plateaued and people are, are sticking with a, a format that they know?
1: Smaller, faster, cheaper. <laughs> I mean, it's been a trend forever. Um, it, it's getting harder and harder to build smaller connectors for sure. Um, but real estate continues to uh, decline if you want it or get smaller. Like there's less area on PCBs and uh, connectors are definitely taking up a lot of space on a PCB. So we're definitely seeing a lot of interest in in tiny connectors. Um You know, I wonder where the the physical limitations are gonna be with these things, but um, absolutely. Now, you know, there's a lot of challenges with with getting smaller. There's the physical um, constraints of building the connectors and and making sure they're not gonna be um, flimsy if you want. Uh, But then, you know, if you're running any kind of high speed, uh, it can be very challenging as your pitch gets smaller. and you can get a lot more noise and crosstalk within those uh, connector solutions. So it's, um, it's definitely challenging. And um, like we've got connectors stacking or sorry, customer stacking boards and SFPs and QSFP ports, uh, which are heavily used in telecom solutions. And again, AI is going to be looking that way too. And um, I mean, there's not a lot of space in those envelopes.
2: Uh, you, you said something earlier that maybe we can go back to, uh, changing gears a little bit, you know, on, on the machine vision applications uh, on the back end, you're starting to see uh, optics, right? Samtex obviously has has some unique optics solutions with our, our various optical transceiver for, uh, formats, excuse me, some of our optical transceiver uh, product families. Um, how are those being used on the back end of machine vision or, or, or are they? Um, or, you know, just curious for your comments on that.
1: Yeah, in some cases where it makes sense, our uh, Firefly optical system is is being used um, within the machine vision cameras, or some of them, anyways. Uh, usually on the higher end side. I'm sure, as everyone knows, optics is quite a bit more expensive than copper. So if you can get away with copper, that's absolutely the way to go. But in some cases, you're you're in an extremely noisy environment, or maybe the cable's too big, and you need to go with something optical, or or you need the long reach to get you know more than a few meters. And uh, the optical solution can really help in that in that case. Firefly has got a really nice dense package, uh, so it fits pretty neatly within a, a camera. Um, whereas, you know, I've also seen some with QSFP or like SFP ports. SFPs are massive compared to the uh, the Firefly or the Firefly solution, right? So, um, you know, the machine vision guys they need to keep their overall camera package small and uh, attractive for their end customers, and um, is a, a nice solution
2: for that. That's good to hear. We, we were at a trade show recently, and I can't remember if it was with you or with someone else from Samtech, but we, it was in, a, in the embedded space, and uh, one of the, the exhibitors there was using our Firefly, and I was surprised to see it attached directly to the back of, the, of their imaging system. I mean, literally right on the, the camera head it, uh, itself. So uh, to me, that's great to see the flexibility and the scalability and the uh, the ease of which that Firefly and and some of our other optical solutions can can attach directly to the to the back of machine vision. So you know it's going to be kind of interesting going there. Um, Let me you know see how that see how that kind of continues from from a trend standpoint. Um, Let me shift back earlier to something we mentioned you know that you mentioned earlier. You know you see a, a fair amount of AI. Uh, in the Canadian marketplace. Um, and I know that you support, you, know, you mentioned some of the support that you have here in the U.S. Uh, from, from your perspective, Anthony, you know, <laughs> AI obviously is, is, a, is, a, is a hot topic for everyone. And we could spend hours talking about the, the technology. But I'm kind of interested to get your perspective because you've been involved with with some of the, the hot startups, I guess I'd say some of the AIIC uh, startups in, in the uh, Canadian marketplace. You know, We've talked about this over the last—I don't know—let's call it five six years. How have you seen the industry change when it comes to AI hardware system architectures, just just over the last five years or so?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a good question. AI is definitely a heavy buzzword these days, and and it's a real thing. Um, absolutely, there's there's quite a few startups, and uh, and a lot of big companies also heading down that direction. Providing solutions there, so it's it's uh, interesting to see the breadth of solutions. Um, you know, from a, an evolution perspective, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of companies. What they'll do is they'll buy off the shelf components, put them together, build their own systems that way, and then um, you know, using existing processors or even you know existing cards that are on the market, and, and not really doing a whole lot of hardware. It's more piecing the puzzle together and working more on the software side you know, from there it's, well, the boards that we're buying don't really fit exactly what we want to do. So they, they start designing their own boards. And then, you know, it goes so far as the board, it, it, the chips themselves just aren't efficient enough. We need to, we need to get lower latency. We need to get faster uh, transfer, um, uh, faster computations. So they're, they're designing their own chips. So we've got several companies out there especially in the startup space that are doing chip board system design all the way through providing the entire system from the chip up which is is quite impressive and and pretty awesome because it's, it's very customized so it's very different than other markets uh, out there most markets uh, use like a, a certain chip and build around that chip and you know in some cases you can see cookie cutter designs. If you open the hood on the box, it would all be the same chip, that no, no matter who you are buying it from. And it's really the software that's differentiating. In AI, it's 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 not just the software; it's also a big hardware thing that's uh, very, very customized. So it provides a, a really interesting um, challenge in
2: that case. So, from from your perspective as an FE, Anthony, how, how have you been able to help the AI solutions providers? with these evolving hardware needs, you know, how how's Samtech been able to be of assistance there? If you do you know, if that's something you can comment on?
1: Yeah. I mean, from a general sense, without getting into any customer details or anything.
2: Uh... <laughs> yeah. We're not trying to break NDAs here, by the way. <laughs> we don't want to coming after us. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: but I mean, using our experience and, you know, how systems typically work, uh some of these startups uh, are, are truly startups. I mean, you know, the owners will have come from a big company or whatever and, and started up an AI program, but, um, you know, some of these guys have never really built a chassis before. Um, so providing some expertise around backplane and, and how that works and, you know, working with blind mate applications, providing expertise on the signal integrity side, especially because I mean... And, and and another interesting trend on the AI stuff is like a couple of years ago they were running at PCIe Gen three, now they're working at looking at Gen six and Gen seven coming up, um, or even running at 112 gig Pam four, um, which is crazy. It's it's just been a, an insane rise in in data rates. So from a signal integrity perspective, you know, again these guys are young. They're they're pushing the the limits on things, and they need support in that area. So. Providing signal integrity support has been a big thing for us. Uh, anything around the interconnect we provide for free to all our customers, so it's a big plus. Yeah, and just being there—I mean, getting samples in their hands so they can touch and feel and see what they look like, and and trying to meet their needs because again, they're trying to get so much density within a chassis that you know a typical backplane connector might not work. So we might need to look at something that's a lot more dense of a solution, uh, looking at flyover cable solutions as well to minimize the losses in their systems. Uh, I mean, there's a, a huge variety of, of solutions that we have and it's just, you know, making them aware of what's out there so that they can make the best choice, uh, for their, their system design. So, yeah, I mean, especially the, the core guys that are, are making the, the entire systems that's kind of, there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot of complexity, and their, their systems, even from design to design, in, uh, evolve completely. Uh, it's not just an iteration; like the the whole architecture changes. So, you know, providing that Interconnect support, uh, in you know how the new system can use Interconnect uh, appropriately and, and the most efficiently is is helpful, and, and we just provide
2: that um, that support. I know on that point, you know, uh, that you, you, you talk about how it seems like each AI system architecture is application specific. And because of that, you know, in essence, Samtech is helping AI vendors, AI chipset vendors, AI system vendors to architect their systems basically from prototype to production or concept to production. Really, I think that really kind of ties into to two things, two overall trends that, that Samtech tries to focus on. One, our commitment to sudden service right? Really working with the customer, understanding what their needs are, in this case, technically, right? Understanding what the technical needs are, and then trying to provide a solution that makes sense for both them and for us. And then, you know, we also have our our silicon to silicon technology strategy, right? It's really our desire to own the channel from, you know, one one piece of silicon to another. And that channel may be, you know, chip to chip, it may be board to board, it may be System to system, it may be within the PCB. It may have connectors in it. it may have cable, you know copper cables. It may have fiber optics. It may even have RF. But that evolution within AI, I think, is you know what I'm, what I'm sensing from you, Anthony, is you know we're kind of the right partner at the right time at the right moment when you know where AI is this huge thing, uh, so that we can offer you know our our expertise in those areas for this this rapidly evolving uh, industry. Um, is, is that, is that what you're seeing on the street in essence with the customers you're working with? Yeah,
1: I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we've been, I think, I think there's a, a little bit more to that. Uh, so I, I think we've been working with the, the AI startups for a long time because Samtech doesn't pick and choose who we're going to work with. We work with everyone. So, you know, that's helpful in, in, you know, a lot of the AI guys coming from, you know, the garage to, big building or whatever so they they kind of have a a good sense of of our solutions and and we've been helpful uh all 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 along in that and providing si support and and the sudden service i think is a great comment and uh because their turnaround time is is just so short we need to uh be nimble uh in providing uh parts to them and solutions and samples and whatever it might be you know we all know covid's been a, a bit of a a problem there for everyone with regards to lead time and all that stuff, but it is coming back significantly uh, to, to where we were and, you know, providing samples within 24 hours and parts within reasonable lead times in volume. That's, it's very helpful for them to to be nimble. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, and then of course, like you said, the silicon to silicon thing is is really providing um, solutions that that work for them. So just simply put, you know, last thing we want to do is just sell a connector and say, okay, it's yours now, deal with it, whatever happens. We we want to provide them with a solution that, that works for them, right? So, you know, and that's where, again, the signal integrity support comes in. And, and as FAEs, you know, we're here to provide the best technical solution that, that works for them. I mean, if a flyover cable doesn't make sense, we're not going to recommend that. So if they can put their chip very close to the, their port or whatever it might be, uh, and it's going to work properly, then, you know, that's the way to go. But if there's some advantage, you know, we'll go over the pros and cons with them as to what that advantage can be and uh, and help them, you know, figure out what might be the best choice. And uh, and then from there we provide signal integrity support
0: and whatever it might be. So that's that silicon to silicon solution providing for sure. I was just going to say that that, mirrors the conversation the recent conversation we had with steve steve federick when we were talking about glass core um, it's important to point out that while these technologies exist they don't necessarily need to be used in so many cases there's steve saying to us when we were talking to him about people coming to him and asking about glass core if you don't need it you don't need it same with flyover isn't it if you don't need it that's it's a technology a, a, a complication in a way that you don't need to worry about so it's, i think it's important for people to remember that, that we are all about providing the right solution for them, not just the latest solution that we're providing.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. I, there's there's so many solutions out there on the market and, and our customers can easily get confused. I mean, if you go to DigiKey or something and look up a connector, there's like 10 billion solutions out there. You're looking at these pictures and and you're like, I don't know what this looks like or what it feels like or based on a picture. You know, connectors are a real pain. Uh, I've, I've been there. I've done it. It's there. <laughs> I mean, they take up board space that you need for other things. And, um, you know, finding the right interconnect solution can be real tough. So we want to provide support and we want our customers to come back to us and to trust us. And, you know, that also entails for us to say, you know, this, our solution's not going to work sometimes, you know, and and point them in a different direction. At the same time, though, you know, it goes the other way. Uh, Sometimes, you know, a customer is looking for just a real simple solution, control signals, I squared C maybe, you know, something very, very uh, trivial. uh, And we recommend a high-speed connector solution for that. Why is that? Well, high-speed connector solutions are more dense. And in this case, board real estate is prime. So they need something that's going to fit the building. And we use a lot of high-speed connector syst- uh, solutions for non-high-speed applications. But, you know, it, it needs to fit the application. Yeah, that's, that's that's exactly it. I mean, we need to point the customers in the right direction, not, you know, what we want necessarily. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> On the other hand, too, Anthony, I think that that illustrates the role that the Samtech FAE plays. Right, we want to. Sam tech wants our tech, technical experts. You know, and the FAEs are really the first line of defense uh, in, in the field for our customers. Uh, I know you, you and your your colleagues and, and the rest of our global FAE team really stress and focus on trying to be technical advisors, technology advisors, uh, almost technology consultants uh, for our customers. And it's it, it, it's diving in, understanding what the channel needs are, and then really providing the best solution. Uh, for the customer at, at the channel level, and you know, when we started our FAE program several years ago, we've we've ramped up slowly, but you know, now we have this global coverage in, in all three major regions of the world: Americas, MAF, Asia Pacific. We see the value of it. The feedback from the customers is they say they see the value of it, and you know, without the work that you and the rest of the team are doing, we wouldn't we wouldn't be there. So, you know, it's good. It's it's good to see. You know, I'm, I'm maybe slightly. I think we're all biased because we all work for Samtech, but it's good to see. You know, it's good to see the the, the market reaction, the partner reaction to the, the technical support, the design and support uh, that we're offering. And you know, kudos to you and the team for that as well, Mr. Fawcett, And you know me; I don't like to come I don't like to compliment you very much because we're such good friends. But professionally, it's hard not to compliment you. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> thanks, Matt. No, I, and I, I like to think that it works. I mean, um, our customers come back and and uh, we, we definitely have good relationships going on. And, you know, and, and from a connector perspective, uh, the the old school thought is, you know, in your architecture of your design, you're, you're picking your chip, picking your critical components. Uh, unless you're designing a backplane, connectors aren't necessarily really part of that. We're being brought in a lot more at the architecture phase. And and to me, that is, uh, um, some, you know, trust from the customer in providing the right solution. Um, so that's great to see. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll even, you know, as far as your consultant or, or, you know, remark, uh, on how we kind of function, you know, we'll, we'll even go as far as to train our customers on different things. And it's not just interconnect solutions that Samtec offers, but, you know, maybe it's signal integrity or, or other things, you know, in my mind, uh, a trained customer, somebody who's got the same knowledge level as you is somebody who can make good decisions. And, uh, and that's, that's what we want. So, uh, you know, we're happy to provide that kind of training
2: and um, uh, whatever's needed to, to help the customer move forward. Dave, I've only got one more question for Anthony. It's maybe a little bit off topic. Anthony, how's your hockey game going?
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's going all right. I potted three last night, and uh, <laughs> typical Canadian, right? I play goalie and I play out as a player, defense, forward, whatever. I coach. I do it all.
2: <laughs> and how's your uh, your daughter's playing? How's she doing on hockey?
1: Yeah, yeah, she's doing good. She's. Uh, heavy into her season right now we're, we're heading to the US next weekend for a, a tournament and uh, she loves it so she's having a lot of fun it's been great great to hear
0: hopefully everyone's been able to to get an impression of some of the the things that, that our team members like Anthony can provide to customers whether it's uh, the latest in in bleeding edge technology or providing a, maybe a more realistic solution if somebody doesn't need it it's I think you've, you've heard from the conversation that, that Samtech is all about providing the solution that the customer needs at the point they need it, whether it's high-tech, low-tech, high-speed, low-speed. It doesn't matter. Um, and our team of FEEs, uh, like Anthony, is they are the, the, the point of the, the spear, as it were, when it comes to helping out customers and making sure that we are providing the solutions that everyone needs. So I'm going to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Anthony, for joining us. It's been great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was, uh, was fun. Thank you for listening. Uh, get involved. Leave a comment for us. And, and if you like to talk about connectors or you'd like to hear about more, um, let's do some things. Let's share, uh, share us with your colleagues. Let's leave us a like. Maybe consider scri- subscribing to the channel so that you get more of these Transmission Line podcasts as they come about. We look forward to welcoming you on the next podcast. And until then, we'll see you soon.